You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I felt really discouraged, honestly, um, and felt like, you know, uh, well, they obviously are going to are moving forward with people and I'm not one of those people. Um, And so to like be really honest, that was a moment where I was comparing in that hurt and it had me in like a dark uh place for a second because hamilton has it's been kind of a dream for a while um and i went away to do summer stock um that summer for a while and came back in august moving to new york like very much um what's it one uh, two bucks one bag three bucks two bags one b um like vibe um and was working two jobs and all of a sudden you know, I had an email from my agent saying that they wanted to see me again for a different track now, like four months later after my first audition. So that just goes to show that you never really know. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website, builtforthestage.com. It's seven days where you can interact with a coach, work on your fitness, work on anything you really need to because you got plenty of time to work on it right now with this COVID shutdown. So you can either go to builtforthestage.com or just simply click the link in the description of this podcast. Special thanks to our producing team, Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them out at bpn.fm. All right. As always, we have a special guest on Bill for the Stage podcast. If you like Bill for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. And without further ado, I'll bring on our guest straight off of the Ann Peggy tour, just kind of waiting things out here in the life of 2020 slash 2021, which is now basically the same thing. Bring on, (laughs) bring on Justin Showell. Hey, Justin. Hey, hey, what's up? (laughs) So glad to um, virtually meet you. We are just chatting that uh, I've been following along with a new company called Bringing You Broadway, and they listed uh, some of the people in the cast. And I was like, oh, let's check out um, who's who's a part of this. And I came across your Instagram handle, which for everyone uh, listening, you can see that in the description of this podcast, but I'll say it audibly as well. It's Justin B. Show. That's B as in boy, Justin B. Show. So you can give him a follow on Instagram. And yeah, I just shot you a DM to say what's up. And if you'd be willing to just 
tell us your story. So thanks so much for uh, accepting the invite. Yeah, it's kind of dope because um, when you messaged me, you've like existed in my email and in my like home space all throughout quarantine and like a very like like personal but impersonal way like for working out and so it was like oh this is like literally joe roscoe in my in my dm right now it's kind of funny but yeah it was i'm really happy to be doing it so yeah thanks yeah of course tell us a little bit about that experience you know it's it's always cool to hear um (laughs) it's always here to uh hear the experience of a performer actually getting to perform (laughs) because (laughs) because nowadays (laughs) yeah nowadays it's not as common to hear about a performer performing so what was that what was that experience like for you so yeah um i had actually a day before two days before sent in my first self-tape audition (laughs) in a long time my first like actual audition for something in, in in like what felt like months. I think it actually was months. Um, and then the next day was hearing from my agent and I was like, okay, I'm hearing way too much from you actually for this like quarantine COVID time. Like I haven't heard from you that much with, with, with anything really going on. And he was like, you know, um, another client, um, has this org bringing you Broadway. They've been doing dance numbers. Um, uh, recorded dance numbers, um, famously, or, um, sort of social media famously had one filmed in Times Square sort of towards the beginning of the shutdown. Um, and they are looking for somebody to film with them, to be a part of this, um, dance crew for a number for a telethon event that's happening to support the actors fund. Um, and, would you be able to do it? Like, um, and she'll be reaching out to you. And then just like that, I saw the message request um, from her reaching out to me and I didn't have to audition. It was just kind of like, you know, you've been recommended by our mutual agent and could you help fill in for this? And so just like that, we were at Open Jar Studios and like had to fill out a health declaration to like go to Open Jar and had to wear our masks at all times. And it was the first time I had been in a dance rehearsal studio or that setting in a year and you kind of like it's one of those weird moments where you don't you're like oh this didn't feel weird until I stepped into it and now I'm like oh how do I like stretch before this or how do I interact with people in this setting um but I mean it was so life-giving so soul-giving to be able to do that again and to hit a step um with other people again um made me just remember you know what i love to do and that it really is although we have been learning how to do it virtually and on our own it really is a, a team sport and a fun thing a way to connect with other artists like in person so it just got me hyped for when we're able to do it much more often and in in some healthy safe way um soon i pray yeah you know <laughs> you just you just mentioned you know, having to learn, I guess, uh, the new virtual way of performing. I did want to touch upon how you recently graduated from Michigan in 2019. And as far as learning goes, we do have some um, college students and even high school students that listen to Bill for the Stage podcast. And I wanted you, if you would, to touch upon anything maybe for the high school seniors out there 
um, or even college kids that will be going into the professional world auditioning, what are some audition tips or things that you wish you knew or you did know and they really paid off for you? You know, what, what could you, uh, what insight could you share with the kids out there? For sure. Um, well, first, I just want to say I have mad respect to anybody in school um, studying right now. And these, I think we're all learning how to navigate professional life, pre-professional life for the first time under these circumstances. And, you know, your circumstances right now are quite different than mine were. Um, and so I really respect you all like hanging tough in this and know that it is moving towards a place where you can see all of your work fully actualized. So be encouraged in that way. Um, I think what I would say is one thing that I think I was aware of, but I think for all people, there can never be too much awareness of this. And as I continue to grow, um, I'm going to continue to try and, you know, implement it and become more aware is that my journey was and is uniquely my own. Um, and I think that has become a cliched sort of statement, but I, I really do think that it is invaluable to sort of, um, try and drum into your heartbeat is that like, you know, there, you will be paralleling and, and sort of going the course of college auditions or showcasing if you're already in college, um, with your peers and your classmates and it's always only going to serve you to support each other and to uplift each other because that everything that you put out in that way comes back to you but as far as it's very very easy in our profession such a visual medium um to compare tracks and to compare uh, quote unquote successes or to, or, you know, booking a job or finding out you've been admitted to a certain college and just to know that your steps are ordered in such a uniquely um, amazing way um, and to not be derailed, I guess, by, um, by what someone else's path may unfold because that is completely meant for them. And that path actually wouldn't work for you. It's, it's, it's meant for them. It, it, and yours is, um, it's beautiful and is working out for your good. So to be encouraged in that way, I kind of knew that and I kind of practiced that. And I think it helped me when I did. And it really, really messed me up when I, when I forgot it. So maybe that is, would be helpful to some of you all. Yeah. I love that. If, if I, turn back the clock 10 years and told myself that the next 10 years will lead me to here, I would say that, you know, I was crazy. So things, things definitely don't happen the way you expect them to happen. And you certainly probably don't end up where you thought you would because of it. So I love that. Right. And now you're getting us all snatched. So we're grateful <laughs> for you. <laughs> uh, totally. So grateful to just, yeah, I, that's a whole other podcast for me to express my gratitude for what all has happened. So um, with you being on a, I guess, a, a hiatus or a, a current uh, break from the Ann Peggy Hamilton tour, uh, I want to touch on, you know, all things Hamilton a little bit during the the episode here. Can you just share, I'm, I'm intrigued by this, uh, your experience auditioning for Hamilton, because I know that 
I've heard the casting uh, team is very specific. Obviously, all casting teams are looking for specific things, but even more so in Hamilton, uh, I might be wrong on this. There's even maybe like a Hamilton school, like where they're, mm. they teach, they like are prepping people for auditioning for Hamilton. I don't know. Tell us, just tell us all the things in that in those regards. It's funny that uh, you're not misled uh, or misguided in the Hamilton School. We um we sort of fondly um and lovingly call the final callback for Hamilton like a recital because at that point you're pretty much doing most all the material for whatever track you're going in for, which ends up being, you know, at least half of the show at some point um for um. The people behind the table. But um, I think it this well ties into what we were just talking about with being on your own journey, because when I graduated and was showcasing um, uh, with the rest of my um, classmates from Michigan, you know, a, a good amount of us were going in for Hamilton. And one of my best friends was, um, was, also going in for Hamilton. And so we helped each other. We were working on um, Washington on your side and Dear Theodosia as the first um, general male audition cuts. And like really we're supporting each other and helping each other. And he heard back um, that he had a call back like a week later and I hadn't heard anything. Um, and I felt really discouraged, honestly. Um, and felt like, you know, uh, well, they obviously are going to are moving forward with people and I'm not one of those people. Um, and so to like be really honest, that was a moment where I was comparing and that hurt. And it had me in like a dark uh, place for a second because Hamilton has it's been kind of a dream for a while. Um, and I went away to do summer stock um, that summer for a while and came back in August, moving to New York, like very much, um, what's it? One, uh, two bucks, one bag, three bucks, two bags, one B, um, mm-hmm. like vibe um, and was working two jobs. And all of a sudden, you know, I had an email from my agent saying that they wanted to see me again for a different track now, like four months later after my first audition. So that just goes to show that you never really know like what the timing is or what's really happening um, on their end um, and castings end. Um, but yeah, I think that there definitely is a very specific way that they are doing casting. I am the uh, swing and understudy. So I understudy Lafayette Jefferson, um, John Lawrence, Philip, and um, Mulligan Madison. And then I also swing man five and six. And so there's a lot of information that they need to get from me in the um, audition room, whether I can like, you know, take on these very different vibes of these different characters and different rapping styles um and and voice parts um and also if i'm just like able to like take take a note and and go with it and and um be willing to sort of do it on the fly because it it is it was sort of high pressure for me to jump into my roles um when when actually on the tour um in that sort of high pressure um circumstance but also incredibly thrilling and what you know, we all, we, we performers and I live to do. Um, so, so yeah, I think that like, I guess to wrap, to put it all in short, um, you know, I think what Hamilton, what I learned is that they really, really want to see you 
Um, and they wanted to see me, which was interesting for me to wrap my head around because I had been listening to David Diggs and, you know, Leslie Odom and, and everyone like do the, for working out to it, like listening to it on campus. So like their interpretation was really, really in my mind. So for me to be like, oh wait, this is actually now my Jefferson. This is my mulligan, um, that, that was something that I needed to take the shift to. And I was really, really happy when I did. And I think that's what helped me land my job in Hamilton is being uniquely myself with it, bringing my swag. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I love that you brought that up about listening to the album and, and you almost were getting trapped into trying to interpret it the way that the previous actors did. I actually had this conversation a long time ago on Bill for the Stage podcast with Christine Cornish-Smith, and she actually had a very rough time in college at CCM with just uh, being cast and her, her journey, I guess. Mm. And we started talking about the same thing where it's already difficult enough where you have to act and portray a character who is not yourself. It's even more difficult when you're trying to act like another human being acting like a fake or, or real, whatever. The right. So you're, you're like three like phases away as opposed to just, you know, two instead right. of just, being a character, you're being a another person being a character. Why do we do this? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, that's a great encouragement to just, yeah, be you as you're interpreting that character for sure. Yeah. Um, so you're in the midst of Hamilton and uh, the thing we know as COVID-19 happens, the shutdown occurs what what city were you in or what happened when uh, that all went down? Yeah, so we were sitting down in San Francisco um, and we were going to begin our tour proper um, in September. So it had been, this company was in Puerto Rico starting out when I was still in school and then moved from there to San Francisco and that's where I joined and it was sort of sitting down there until September. Um, and so, it, you know, at, for I think most everyone's experience, COVID-19 was this thing that we had heard about since like 
December of the year prior, January of that year. And it kind of was like, it was a little bit like, this seems foolish, absolutely foolish to say now, but it was a little bit of a meme to us at that point. Like we were like, oh, what is this? Obviously not a threat to us or to anyone. Like, you know, we're still going out. And then it became, you know, obviously a very real, real tangible threat. Um, very quickly. And we were all on stage and they were like, you know, we're going to actually hold for two weeks. Um, and we were all like, okay, we're, we're holding for two weeks. It was my birthday on March 12th. Um, and so I was like, Hey, let's get lit. Like we're going to like, we have an opportunity to now party without having a show the next day. Um, and then the tone definitely shifted drastically within like 24 hours to this is something that, you know, people are getting really sick um, from. And I didn't know how long it was going to last. So I'm like moved back to New York, but somebody was actually in my apartment um, at that time subleasing. So I was staying with a friend in New York and then New York really um, got hit quite bad. Um, and then I moved home with my mom in Maryland. Um, and that's a really humbling situation for a 23 year old who, you know, graduated college and was living on their own and was, you know, being self-sufficient to, to be back at home with mom, um, in many ways and try and, you know, reassimilate to at home living. Um, it's humbling, I think is definitely a great word for it. And so, but I think we all were kind of in it together and we're, you know, trying to stay at home and, 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 you know, remain tough together. So that was definitely an interesting progression. And I think, and I got, you know, I had COVID, um, because I think because of my time in New York city, um, and traveling back home. Um, and so, you know, to be sick, in that time when everything was, was um, we were still learning about it and seeing account rising and we we're still seeing account rising um, on the TV. It was really, really unprecedented and quite scary. And so, you know, leaning on each other, communicating virtually. Um, once I got well, my freshman buddy, my little at um, from Michigan, um, started doing built for the stage with me. He already had um, his own account, and we would get on um, FaceTime, and he would just like say, "Okay, next we're gonna do this workout," um, and he would just sort of tell me, and he had his own timer. And then I was like, "I like this, and I'm using my backpack to lift weights, and it's actually working. Like I'm really, it's kicking my butt. So let me get my own account." And I started like moving and becoming active and we sort of all established this new normal under these odd circumstances. So I think it just speaks to our resilience, our adaptability as, as people. And, you know, I think that's a, a dope thing about us as humans. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into the re resiliency a little bit more. Cause I, you're in that unique situation where you, you graduate, you book your summer stock, you go to New York, you book the tour and you're thinking like, you know, all things are forward and up from here. And then boom, you find yourself back at home with your mom. How have you mentally kind of like, uh, br brought yourself to, to the realization that this was not my choice. This was not my doing. Uh, I am, I am where I am. How do I move forward from here? Can you talk a little bit more about that 
uh, maybe on the the mental side of things. Obviously, the working out um, helps, and I always preach that to everyone uh, out there listening as far as your mind, body, spirit being connected. But what were some other things that have just kind of helped you moving forward? Totally. Um, To be quite, quite transparent, I don't come from a a background um, situation of a lot of money necessarily. So that's always um, been an anxiety for me. And then going into, I went to performing arts boarding school in high school on scholarship um, for theater. So I've always kind of wanted to join this field, but that a field that has no guarantees anyway. Um, And so I think that I found my financial anxieties heightened to their max during this time, as I think a lot of people um, did. And that was really, really hard for me to feel like, you know, self-sufficient and then to feel like, oh, I'm on unemployment. Oh, I need to, I'm currently working at Lululemon. Like I need to like work a retail job to make sure I can sustain living on my own in New York City as an adult. And I, and I'm transparent in that way because I think that, um, the reason there's shame surrounding money is because no one talks about it and because um, it, it's, it can feel isolating to, to express those, um, those sorts of things. So I think that in that um, talking about it, talking with my friends, I have a therapist and am a full um, supporter and um, cheerleader for therapy and having, you know, really... Um, taking the mental health in the same way that we consider physical health. Like it, it, I never looked at, there's always been a stigma for me about therapy that there had to be something wrong with me um, in order to do that. But in the same way that we check in on our physical wellness, whether it's working out, whether it's our physical checkups, um, our dental appointments, whatever we do, like it, 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 it only feels right now that I've experienced it, that we would also take in, um, you know, take note of where we are mentally, emotionally, and, you know, let a professional help us, like help us um, work some things out if that's available to us. Um, So I definitely took advantage of that um, throughout this time. And um, that she always was very, you know, you know, um, she helps me be gentle with myself about, you know, this is not your fault. You're not naughty. Like you didn't like bring this on yourself, um, which are some of the things that, you know, can, I can spiral in my head about, um, about this pandemic and sort of its outcomes. I also like really, really, I did it before I got on this podcast, um, with you, Joe, um, is I began falling in love with meditation um, that it made me sort of the, the practice of meditation. I'm now doing 10 minutes a day, which I think doesn't seem like a long time necessarily in my mind, but like 10 minutes a day really has been helpful to me. Um, because 10 minutes is an 10 minutes to me is an eternity for meditation. (laughs) Right. It is like to spend that time. I think I, get really aware of how active my mind actually is. Like it's going, 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 um, constantly throughout the day. Um, and so, I mean, I, I really 
um, recommend that if you feel like you're able to take 10 minutes to, to have some quiet, to, um, connect to source, connect to, you know, some to, you know, yourself when you are still and when there's not much stimulant, um, stimulant, since we have social media, we have, you know, everything that's constantly feeding us. Um, if we could just, you know, get quiet for a second, I've found that that's been really, really helpful for me. Um, yeah. And just being lovely to other people and allowing other people to be lovely to you. Like our, when our interactions are so limited as they are now, um, I think human interaction, the way that we can intentionally be good to other people, I think that that's super important um, yeah. right now. Well, that sounds like a great way to leave off our conversation for now. I uh, loved all that. So thanks so much for, for sharing that, Justin. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for letting me ramble a little bit with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was, it was a pleasure to listen to. All right, everyone, that's going to do it with our conversation today with Justin Shoel. Make sure that you uh, give him a follow on the gram. You can find his uh, handle in the description of this podcast. Once again, if you like Built for the Stage podcast, please uh, rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, thanks again to Broadway Podcast Network for producing Built for the Stage podcast. Until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.